Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. We're glad you're here. I'm Kevin McDonald, your host for this grand adventure, and I thank you for joining us. You see, our mission is to create a positive personal connection to all things with courage and love. We invite terrific guests, interesting topics, and great conversation, all in a fun, entertaining way. And we always manage to learn something, too. So I hope you will stay right where you are for this episode of Positive Talk Radio. Out of Positive Talk Radio, there are not very many times that I can honestly say that I've been looking forward to this for several weeks now, but I can honestly say that I've been looking forward to this for several weeks now because <laughs> one of one of the coolest people, in my opinion, on the planet is with us. Her name is Michelle Blood. Michelle, how are you today? Kevin, oh, darling, I love you so much. I'm so happy to be on your Positive Talk Radio podcast, goodness, because you are one of my favorite people in the world and you know that. <laughs> I do know that you you have been very kind to me and I very much appreciate everything that you are have done for me in the past and are doing in the future because we've got a date coming up at the end of the month that I would like to get out the word and talk about a little bit because of what you do for people on a one-on-one -on -one basis but we'll get into that in a couple of moments the first thing I'd like to say is first of all you you're in you're in California now, but you don't sound like you're from these parts. Where are you Hi, from? Mate. I'm from up and over or down and under. G'day. <laughs> <laughs> and and she is a multi-talented singer, songwriter. Um, she's she's a spiritual person. She's done she she does incredible work with affirmations and she's met people like bob proctor and uh, by the way he is of the secret fame and and other folks she's just she's just incredible but it started out with an accident tell us about that <laughs> sorry i just i love hearing the sound of your voice <laughs> tell us about that best radio voice ever <laughs> ever hands down bam <laughs> well thank you <laughs> I, that was my best dramatic reading of uh, it was really good top point <laughs> well kevin let me tell you about that <laughs> please do i would love I to i can't do anything but laugh and smile when i'm talking with you <laughs> so uh i was a rock singer in australia been singing on stage since I was five on TV and had a great band touring all around Australia. We got a great record contract doing our videos, uh, touring with people like the Pretenders in excess, you name it. We we're just, you know, it was fantastic life, really hard life. Anyone who's a lead singer in a band, let alone in Australia, let alone being female, knows how rough it can be. But it's worth, it was worth it to me every night to get up on that stage and sing. And on my way home from a gig, which was a 12-hour drive, it sounds like I'm just, oh, yeah, five minutes way home on a gig. <laughs> <laughs> the truck driver that uh, had all our musical equipment, I, I always went with the truck driver because it's really tricky hiring different people when you've got a lot of expensive equipment. 
So I would always go with the truck driver to make sure he showed, he turned up at the venue on time. <laughs> so I'd been singing all night. Then I'm in this drive, this long drive, 12 hours in the middle of winter from Brisbane to Sydney, and he fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, no. And we went into a telephone pole and all the musical equipment went into me as the passenger. And so that horrific car accident, I was in the hospital for months and months and months and months, the longest operation, 17 and a half hours. But it ended up being the most incredible, miraculous blessing of my life because it took me, I thought I was on the path for me forever, but it took me on a path that led me to utilise everything that I'd ever learnt through being an entertainer, but also everything that I could, I'd ever learnt to turn it into something positive to assist people in this world to be healed from emotional distraught, from lack, because lack is a, a, a is something that happens uh, to a lot of people. They don't have enough to live on, but it's a state of mind. You have to get yourself into a different state of mind. So that was the beginning, Kevin Time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and you know, I've talked to you before, and I know the story well, but you spent months and months and months and months in the hospital, and they weren't expecting you to walk again and all of those horrific things, and and you beat it all. You surprised them to a great degree, and you did it through the power of your will, basically. Is that right? I wouldn't say the power of my will. <laughs> Because I wasn't, um, I wasn't in a good shape at all. I, I was emotionally, you know, I thought if I can't walk again or dance and do all the things I do, I may as well kill myself when I get out of this hospital bed. So I was not in a really good state of mind, Kevin, <laughs> to say the least. Plus, I was in horrific agony. I mean, agony. I know people say, oh, there's nothing worse than emotional pain. BS. <laughs> the worst thing is physical agony. There is just, you know, nothing like it. Because I had to um, wait. To, I had to be in traction for about three weeks before they could do the next operation. Oh. And, and so these big guys had come in, these big nurses, to lift me. And there'd, there'd be one or two that could do it without making me faint from the pain. And I used to do things like, look, I'll buy you a slab of beer, guys, if you can come up. Can you be the ones who always do it? <laughs> you know, because you, you'll do anything to not. And some people, when they are lifting you, because they've got to lift you, otherwise you get bed sores when you're in traction. It was just unbelievable. I mean, just to think about it and to know that that was the best thing that ever happened to me is miraculous but the thing that happened if you're ready, you ready i'm ready was that uh people were sending me things to the hospital fans family anything to uplift me and a lot of the things they were sending me were positive affirmation cd talks and all this different stuff that i had never really heard of because of the fact that I did have strong willpower and I was a positive person, which is why my bands always were successful and entertained the crowd so well because we could, we were just really, really good at what we did because we worked so hard to be good at it. So 
I didn't know about affirmations or visualization. I didn't know about, you know, motivational speakers, <laughs> anything like that, because it wasn't in my periphery. But one of the audio programs I listened to changed my life. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, those of you that are listening and watching, this is a book that was written by Napoleon Hill in the 1920s about millionaire male entrepreneurs in the USA. Now, what is a female singer in a hospital? How did that change my life? That just sounds pretty weird, right, Kevin? Yep. So what it was was I wasn't interested in any of the, you know, the, the book was about how these men had a certain mindset and that is what got them to become very, very successful, Henry Ford and people like that, who I've been told by many people was a total asshole, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Good I'm point. Australian. I'm Australian. That's just a normal adjective. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, so it was one chapter where he's speaking about, and I couldn't even move my body, so they it was an audio program I was listening to, but the book was being spoken by the beautiful black velvet voice of Earl Nightingale. What a voice. And so I really, as a singer, a songwriter, I love the timber of certain voices. As you know, Kevin, I love your voice. And so I enjoyed listening to it just for the sound of his voice. So when he talked about the chapter where Napoleon Hill's little infant son was born completely 100% deaf, and Napoleon Hill would go into his little infant son's room every night and do affirmations, auto-suggestion. You hear perfectly. You are brave. You are strong. You grow up to be a really successful man. You're kind to others. You hear perfectly. You hear perfectly. You speak perfectly. And he did this for years, every night. I guess they didn't have cassette players back then. <laughs> I think it was like 1918 or 1920, something like that. Anyway, the little boy ended up getting 30% of his hearing, which the doctor said was impossible. And he went to a normal hearing school and went on to become one of the most successful entrepreneurs in the hearing aid industry, you know, really making sure that they put more and more work into the hearing aid so that they could be, you know, as good as they are, which is he started it basically. Wow. So there was something within me, Kevin, that, you know, when you've just got that feeling in the marrow of your bones, you just know that they're not BSing you, that that is true. I absolutely knew then and there, that's where the willpower came in, I guess, that you were talking about. I knew then and there that if I do some affirmations, I will get healed and I'll be back on that stage again. So that's the way it began. Which is incredible that you were, picture ladies and gentlemen, if you will, she is in traction in the hospital listening to a cassette tape and it completely changed her mind and her method around. And then, and then you started using affirmations and you got better. Yeah, but I the thing that's so interesting is every single person 
that teaches about positive thinking. They say you've got to do an affirmation. I am, I am, I am. Whatever it is you're not right now, <laughs> basically, you've got yeah. to say I am. Now, this is something very, very challenging for the mind to believe. Because mm -hmm. if you say I am, for me at the time, I am healed. I was not healed. I was told I'd never be completely healed again. I know I am. I didn't know I was. I love myself. I was suicidal. I am my friend. So I thought I've got the perfect affirmation. None of this is true. <laughs> but it's something that I want. I have to have this happen. So I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend over and over again. After just a few days, my doubting mind just said, you know, this is ridiculous. It's not working. It's not going to work. The doctors are still saying the same thing. You're still in agony. So what happened was a few days later, I had an epiphany. Okay, with an affirmation, you've got to emotionalize it if you're speaking it so that it will go past the doubting mind and into the long-term memory. So it's then planted like a new seed of positivity to grow into that thing that you want to manifest, whether it's healing, whether it's money, whether it's success, whether it's good relationships, no matter what it is, you want it to break the shackles of, you know, that everyone has got these chains around their belief system and they're tight. They don't want to get broken. So these affirmations break them so that you've got a new thought, but you've got to do it over and over and over again. And the doubting mind, which works all the time with people, most people just give up because the doubting mind just says it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So coming up next, <laughs> the epiphany. <laughs> well, you know, and um, um, let's try to fast forward a little bit because some people know your story. Um, and But you not only, when you met Bob, Bob Proctor and you started doing, uh, you, you did it with a twist. Because you used affirmations, but you also put music behind it, and you became a singer. Well, you already were a singer-songwriter, but you used the affirmations and and built songs around them that that really generated a lot more energy than just the affirmations by themselves. And people took that in in a very positive way, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, it healed my body. I in that hospital, I was like. I'm a singer-songwriter. I've even written jingles over the years, which I would never tell my band because that was very uncool, but it was good money. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens, the reason advertising agencies spend not millions but billions a year on jingles is because they know once you hear that, that jingle, you're going to think of their product. You're going to remember their product forever because it, it goes straight into the subconscious mind. So the affirmations combined with rock music so the left side of the brain is the lyrics or what I call the affirmation. And the right side of the brain is the creativity, the where you hear the melody. Where, and so you have a whole brain experience. So it goes 300 times faster into your subconscious mind. The doubting mind does not have a chance to say, I don't believe you, I don't believe you. So it goes straight into your subconscious mind. And everybody knows kids learn their ABCs like that through singing the, their ABCs. That's right. And so music, you know, all of this is scientifically proven now, but back when I was teaching it and talking about it, it wasn't scientifically proven. But music changes your vibration, your oscillation. We all are energy. So that changes the way you feel. And if it's really good music and it makes you want to get up and dance, 
it that but then if you've got the affirmation as well combined with that melody the affirmation like i've got hundreds and hundreds of affirmation songs now that have been don- downloaded millions of times worldwide because they work instantly i'm a magnet to money i now have more than i need i mean i can play one of the songs for you in a minute but when i worked with bob proctor he was shocked because they had me come and sing at one of his big events touring with him around australia because the promoters found out about my healing and everyone wanted me to sing at these big events. And I ended up speaking about what had happened and singing. And Bob Proctor said, this has changed the whole vibration of this event. He said, they're all singing along. And he said, not only that, I've only just met you. And two of the songs you've already sung, I Am Energy and I'm a Magnet to Money, I remember like that. He said, this is what every one of us, motivational speakers, transformational speakers, uh, authors teach about visualization, uh, affirmations. Affirmations are number one. You've got to do the affirmations to change your mindset. He said, This is unbelievable. So I ended up working with him all over the world. He ended up writing um, many of the lyrics on the Songs for Success album. And because he really got into it to that extent, he wanted me to be huge all over the world. So I ended up working with Deepak Chopra and he got me to do, um, he didn't, he just suggested it. Uh, affirmation songs for little children. So I've got the self-esteem, I can do it, songs for kids with all the little baby animals singing along. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just what happened so quickly. It just kept happening and happening. My, my success, my ended up working in over 26 countries, sharing the stage with all of these amazing people, my biggest audience, 50,000 people. Now, this had nothing to do with my... I, my idea was not to ever use the affirmation songs for other people. This is what I love about my story. It's an authentic experience of healing for myself and then me continually writing more and more songs because people wanted them. I had no right. intention of selling them to the public before that. So it's it's pretty unique story. And the beautiful thing, Kevin, as you know, is you don't have to sing along. You don't even have to like the music. You just have to listen and let it be a new positive thought in your subconscious mind. And hey, presto, bam. (laughs) Now, now I have to ask you, because I would be derelict in my duties if I didn't, what in the world is it like to sing in front of 50,000 people? Uh, Wow. I've sung in front of so many people over... I've never been shy about it. I, it is a little different <laughs> because you've got because <laughs> you've got you know it's a bit different to six thousand people, which is what my general audience was about between four thousand on the size. But this was right in the middle of this square in Kuala Lumpur, so it was not in a venue; it was outdoors. Uh, it was it was an amazing experience. It was wonderful, and the Malaysian people are so loving and beautiful and you know um positive so uh, it was it was great (laughs) (laughs) you know because you you see that from from time to time when when somebody like uh, bruce springsteen or because that's you know we're talking about stadiums uh or that's that size of a thing when you're in that big of a thing um number one it there's got to be a tremendous amount of energy being brought forth to you and the exchange of energy between you and the audience has got to be, you know, like huge, but also because of who you are, 
and the affirmations that you bring to the songs, it had an added boost to the folks in the audience, I would think. Well, they're all singing along, and the song was uh, that everyone was singing to was Bob Proctor, and I wrote this song. Uh, the, the Prime Minister of, uh, of Malaysia at the time was a, a medical doctor. His wife was a medical doctor, even though it's mainly a Muslim country. He had this vision back in the early 90s. He had this vision of uh, 2020 vision, motivation for the nation. We based it on his vision for the country because we really loved the way he was running things. He was a really good person. His wife was a good person. And uh, he was trying to do things to change things so that the, the old-fashioned ways of the way the Muslims lived would be different and the women would be treated better. And he was just an awesome guy anyway new ones came in has come in and i won't talk about him but (laughs) but but anyway so we wrote this song called motivation for the nation and it's motivasi untuk bangsa and dua pula dua pula motivation for the nation 2020 vision for malaysia so i ended up um changing it into the bahasa malaysian language and i got all the biggest rock stars in malaysia to sing along with it with me so we recorded it. It became a huge hit. And they all came on stage. So I had 300 musicians and singers on stage with me singing it. All the audience already knew it because it had been on the radio. So it was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to say the least. Uh, that, would be, that, would be just, that would be just something. So you, you had your career traveling around and then you, you settled down. But you're doing something now that I personally had the opportunity to experience and I'm going to experience more of it at the end of the month. And I'm really excited to have a one-on-one meeting with Michelle that is going to revolve around me, my work, what I want and how to go about achieving that. And then she's going to hold the space for me um, and, and maintain that throughout the year to, to help me achieve everything that in, that's in my heart to, to get done. And that's going to that's gonna be wonderful. When did you start doing this work? Well, after my awakening, I had a, a full-on spiritual enlightenment. It, it, some people have kundalini rushes, but I had 10 years where I was off the grid and I was with an enlightened teacher. Because what happens is as your frequency becomes faster and higher, you want to go deeper and deeper into what life's about and who you are. It's amazing. It's just the natural occurrence of what happens. So the affirmations and the music get everyone to be more positive and they start creating more success in their life. But as you do that, because what I find when people get more positivity in in their minds, they become better people. They actually want to help other people. They want to, they've got more compassion. They don't like to see suffering in the world. It's not just about me, 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 poor me. I'm so depressed and life sucks. It's more about, wow, my life doesn't suck anymore and everything's great. No, I don't want to see other people suffering. So you end up going deeper and deeper into this more um, dynamic life spiritually. And it's not about religion. It's about finding who you are. We're all, I won't go into all the, uh, we can do that another time, an actual kundalini awakening and what it is and what it's like and how long it takes to get there. It's a very unusual thing. I've only met three other people in my entire life that are awakened. They're, they're, I'm sure there are many, but they they don't teach. 
So once I learned how to transmit light, once I had my full awakening, I, I after three years of that, I was led very, very, very definitely to bring in students and to start teaching them and to have people be released from suffering, no matter what the suffering. And then I've had super, super successful people come to me and people that aren't super successful. It doesn't matter what their walk of life or their culture is or where they're from or their age. It's just to assist them to release suffering in a certain area so they can go to the next level and the next level and the next level in their life and in their spirituality. And so what I do is I've got something called the mystical experience where I have what I call students from all over the world, some of them may just want to come along just to get the light transmission because the light actually is an energy that comes through me and it, it connects to that person's divine presence because most people's divine presence is blocked. You've got this beautiful diamond, so, so to speak, and it's blocked so you can't feel, you can't, you don't know whether to turn left, right or go straight ahead because your intuition is absolutely vital for, your, for you to have been tuned with your higher self, this has got to be clear so you can feel what's being created through you, your higher self. And so I can see people. I can feel who they are. I see immediately a person's heart. Someone could be screaming at someone and I can still see, hey, this person isn't a bad person. They're just in fear at the moment and they're just having a bad day, whereas someone else might just say, oh, what an asshole. <laughs> yep. But I can see who people are without judgment. There's no judgment. It's just a clear seeing, like witnessing who a person is. So when I can see, like I did with you, the first moment I met Kevin, I could see his compassion, his heart, his joy, his love of people, wanting other people to be happy. And I was like, wow, this and his talent for his voice. And I knew immediately that. This was a soul that I had met because I want to do something to for, to bring his light to the world because wouldn't that be absolutely just wicked if we didn't get to hear Kevin time and his beautiful voice and his beautiful actions and his ideals and, you know, and the way he brings positivity to the world in so many wonderful ways. So um, sometimes I'll do one-on-one -on -one Zoom sessions, not for everyone. I don't do a lot of them. But I, I do that occasionally. But I also do, if you're a Mystical Experience member or student, you get to come on these Zoom and meet all these amazing people from all over the world. We do affirmations together. I do prayers for your success and I transmit light to you. And it's sort of like you're in, um, in an umbrella or a, a radius of this energy and you, can, you end up feeling it. You end up getting ideas that you didn't have before. You see opportunities where you couldn't see opportunities before you just you start waking up to life and it's a beautiful thing for me to experience when I see people just becoming joyful and more successful in their life it's it's just everything to me everything by way of validating what you're talking about here I would like to just just let me let me just paint a picture for you. When I was Michelle was gracious enough to come on my show when it was my independence report and it was just a podcast, just an audio presentation. Um she came on the show, we had a great time. I went to the mystical um, um seminars that she does on the weekends 
and uh, and I've done that quite a little bit. I sent her my picture, which was important, and she sends me uh, light all the time, and she gives positive affirmations about what's happening for me. Well, to fast forward a year, and this is just about a year ago, um, and I was just doing a podcast. Now I'm doing four podcasts, have five websites. I'm on the air on KKNW, which you're going to have to be on, or I'll replay this on KKNW so you don't have to do it again, but I, I will play it for the audience in Seattle. And so I'm on the KKNW. I've got four websites, three podcasts. It's growing exponentially, and I'm, and people are coming to me now because they want to be on the show because of the ideals of the show and the ideals of what we're trying to present, and they want to be part of it. And you were one of the ones who said that was going to happen. Yay! And the world is a better place because of it. Yay, Kevin Tan. <laughs> and, we're, and we're not and we're not done yet, Michelle. We're just we're just getting started because it's 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 the work is so needed and the work that you do. And when you also go and talk to her um during the mystical um um I call it mystical retreats, but uh, give us the 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 proper name for them again. Well, the website is themysticalexperience.com. Correct. Yeah. The Mystical Experience. And when you go there, there is a feeling of absolute caring and love amongst all the people that are there. Even though it's a Zoom call and there are like a bunch of us, it is a common energetic feeling and it's a safe, warm place to be. And you've created that. And that is that is so cool that you've done that. Yeah, and the, the people that are attracted to come to it, they're just they come from a place of such heart. And it's really fascinating because back then I wasn't really marketing it much. We were doing a few YouTube videos because I, as I said, I was off the grid for so long. And people would feel the video and people were saying, Wow, I feel like I just got lucky for a year since I just watched one video of hers because it's what's coming through me that brings them up into a different vibration. So people from all these different countries from all over the world started being attracted to come and, you know, sometimes just do a free prayer thing or just the affirmations. And then they would witness what was happening to them and then they would become part of it permanently. And I think that's why I've got people that are, you know, like own big building uh, companies and dentists and lawyers and musicians and, you know, people from all the, I mean, there's only about 30% of them are US, everyone else is international. And I think that's why it's just that it's something that your soul recognizes within you is the next step for you, something that will make you feel happy. And one of the things that I adore about you and why we resonate with that is because it's joyful. We it's, are very irreverent. We all have so much fun. And you've got to get people into a happy vibration before you can feed them something that's so powerful as this light or the ideal of what their life can be. Not an idea, but an ideal. Get them in love with an ideal for their life. Because everyone is deserving. Everyone has the divine presence within them. And it's just joyful. People have got to find that joy. Once you have that joy, the rest of the doubting mind and the little 
thing. Oh, no, you can't do that. You can't. Your mother said you were no good. <laughs> Have you met my mom? <laughs> that goes. You. What do you think? Money grows on trees? Well, trees are made of, you know, paper? Yeah, I think so. I think money does grow on trees. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, it's, it's, you know, the work that you do um, and the help that you provide people is, is really, really is remarkable. What must it be like after you have a session with folks for the day? And, and um, what's it like for you to know that you're having such an impact? I don't think about it at all. It's like I say to people, you know, I always encourage people to give, whether it's a meal, a smile, money or whatever, to people that are less fortunate. And it's not about, oh, look what I did. I said, no, don't tell anybody you did it. That's why I love the book, The Magnificent Obsession. It's all about giving and never getting back from where you've been given. And I find that if people... Even if they are thinking, oh, I'm a good person because I just gave her or I'm a bit chuffed because I feel good about myself, I said, that will pass. This too shall pass until eventually it'll just become part of your natural self, your spirit. When someone thinks, oh, I'm giving, well, then they're still in a state of ego or, you know, I'm better than or, you know, oh, that poor person, I've, I've helped them. You don't want to ever look at people as anything but equal to you they're just going through some crap right now and you're just going to assist them with something and you know it's like paying it forward whatever you want to say I think that's why those sort of movies uh, are so magnificently popular is because people love to see people giving and people love to give but if you're in a state of mind where you're not happy or you're depressed and you don't know what to do next it's very challenging for you to feel like you you can contribute to anyone who am I to contribute well who are you not you know who else is going to contribute to that person today <laughs> you know and you end up getting it back and until you get to that point where you that's your natural state of being so because once you're fully awakened you are in not I know that everyone's heard this before but it is absolutely the truth you are in the moment you don't think about the past you don't think about the future. So you're not, you don't reminisce or think about what you just did or unless it's something that an idea will come through to me if I'm talking to someone, it'll come through immediately. And then I just write it down and then I'll discuss it with them. But it's it's my life is of course fulfilling, but it's peace and joy. And it's not, I won't say it's always easy energetically to do have this many people that I work with. Sometimes energetically it is challenging, which is why I work out every day and I eat really healthy food because I'm still in an organic body, so I still have to look after it. But as far as uh, what it feels like afterwards, I don't think about it, Kevin. I, I just really don't. It's just next, next, next. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, the interesting thing is, is that there are lots and lots of us that have never had success. We have a dream, we have an idea, but we've never had the ability, we've never been able to frame it in a way that we could say, yeah, I could do that. You know, write a book or, or do what I do or do what you do. Or, there, you know, people say, no, I could never do that. I, you know, because of the negativity. And you, you get rid of that for them 
because then once you do that, it opens up amazing possibilities for people and they can now feel like they can do anything and all they have to do is try and, and they can do it. And so it's, it's really remarkable what you, what, what you instill in people and they don't, oftentimes they don't even recognize it until it's already done. That's, I'd say, 95% of the time. <laughs> They're like, you know, sometimes I get people to sort of go back and just recalibrate their life from a year ago or two years ago and just to see. And because they're living more in the moment, it's it's like a rose slowly opens, even though the human eye can't detect it opening. It's it's a soft awakening. Some For some people it's, whoa, it's more of a an awakening it depends on where they are in consciousness at the time like you already had everything so you just went for it and this is a year later and i'm telling you in a year from now you're going to be <laughs> saying okay i'm successful now <laughs> well you know in more so more so michelle and what you and what you've helped me with is not it's not a matter and it's i feel very much like you do it's not a matter of being a success it's a matter of being a help it's a matter of seeing positivity rise to a different level and so that more people can experience what you know and what you have. And what I feel is that and more people can experience it. And the more people that experience it, the less people will experience hate, division, and fear, and they'll reside more in love. And the more people that do that, we can make a, a, a real difference in the makeup of our planet and the people that are on it. Don't you think? I think absolutely 1 billion percent. <laughs> Don't you hate people who say that? <laughs> I've told you a billion times to not exaggerate. No, I, <laughs> no, I absolutely, uh, of course, it's a ripple effect. And that's why it's, you know, that's why that book is called A Magnificent, magnificent Obsession, an obsession with doing whatever you can to assist others. And it's not about, people always think, oh, you know, I want to be rich. I want to be rich, Michelle. This is my main goal. And I'll say, yeah, but why? Why do you want to be rich? Oh, because I want to be a philanthropist. I want to be able to help other people. Well, aren't you doing that now? Well, no, because I'm not rich. And then they have a conversation with me. (laughs) (laughs) And we just move them forward into immediately beginning to do things for other people like every day wake up who can i who can i bring joy to today what can i do today for somebody else the reason people get depressed is because they are thinking just inside themselves they they did this amazing test kevin they did this uh, study i should say where they had people that were extremely depressed not suicidal but depressed and they'd been on drugs to try to get them out of their depression a lot of different therapy work. And so they did this study. And what they did was this. They got each person to go and do something for someone else every day. They got them to do, you know, to volunteer, to do meals on wheels, to do all these different activities. And nine out of 10 of them came out of the depression and never went back in. So heal yourself by helping others. (laughs) That 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 is so true, and I've met I've met people that you know uh, in in Seattle. I, have you ever? I don't don't know if I've ever asked you if you've ever been to Seattle. 
I have been in Seattle so many times, I can't even tell you. Back in the uh, 90s. <laughs> when I, first, I remember that. Yeah. When, when I first came to America, no one knew me. I had all this success overseas, but nobody knew me. And I loved that challenge. So I found out that there were all these places called like the Learning Annex and the Seminar Center. And, and I approached all of these different people so that I could teach. So I ended up um, teaching at the Learning Annex in Seattle many, many times. And I would, you know, I didn't even have a car. I would get the train all over the country, you know, um, and I bring my own products and I do my little talk and we'd sing some. And, and that's how I got to be known in America. I just did, I think, every state. But I loved Seattle, even though it rained a lot. Got to look after your hair up there. <laughs> <laughs> That 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 is so true. Well, it's um, rock and roll. It's rock and roll history in Seattle. Oh yeah, well with the the grunge and and all of that and and stuff. So, but it's 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 an interesting place. And and I one of these days, next time you have the opportunity, I'd love love to have you here and host you here. And oh and, great, uh, yeah. I would love to. I would love to eventually put on an event with you and do and do some fun things. Oh, like we that. will. <laughs> You know, so it's, but it's, it's just awesome. So let's, let's go over the, before John, who is the engineer today, before he gets mad, let's, let's go over the numbers to make sure that people know how to find you um, and the, and your websites and, and stuff. And then you were going to play a song, weren't you? Yeah, I was, I can. You can, you still can. I still, still can. Here. Okay. Now or later. Well, let's get your information out first and, and your websites and where they can find you. All and right. especially to get on getting on her email list is really important because you get on her email list, you get notifications of when she's going to have another mystical experience, which is generally on Saturdays, I believe, and uh, or Sundays, and they're on the weekend. And then you can be part of that, and uh, then you can go as deep as you want to with that. Uh, there's a lots of different levels that you can go to, and by and the other thing I just wanted to say well, before you do that is that everything that I believe you say. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's why we're in synergy. <laughs> <laughs> and and because all you do is continually validate what I feel in my heart, and that that is it, it's just mind boggling. It's just amazing. It's like oh yeah, we'll check that one off. Oh yeah, we'll check that one out because because you, what you do is is and you're very real, and you're very personable, and you're very approachable, and you're just a wonderful lady, and I appreciate oh, having thank you. Thank you, Kevin. You are just a very wise man. <laughs> <laughs> now I've been called a lot of things in my life. Wise has never really been one of them. <laughs> so how does somebody reach you? Okay, so um, we've got something today which is we've got over 300 dollars worth of products including books cds events all this stuff for just ten dollars and sometimes we'll do things and give away everything for free but energetically it really is good to pay for something when you're getting that much in return so for your listeners it's uh my divine success.com forward slash think energy my divine success.com forward slash think energy however if you don't even have ten dollars and you still want to get that special of course we'll give it to you for free 
but we're just making the offer there. And all you have to do if you want to contact us is go to my uh, personal website, which is Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, blood, B-L-O-O-D, blame my dad for that's not my fault, dot com, michelleblood.com. It's an Irish name for real. And uh, you can find out where there's a calendar of events and a lot of things on there for you. And if you, you know, you just feel it out, watch the videos. We've got a YouTube station, uh, youtube.com forward slash Michelle Blood. We've got so many videos covering so many topics. So there's a lot of Im- information there that you can have for free. And free is a very good price. but It is a good price. price. I think so. <laughs> you, you, do, you do extraordinary work. So, but, you, but you also have a, a, a heavenly voice. Well, this is a song that have have you heard of Ogmandino? No. He wrote The Greatest Salesman, The Greatest Mystic. I mean, it was oh, more okay, yeah. um he sold millions of books in, to salespeople and stuff. But when I had left the hospital and I was deeply studying lots of different philosophies, I read The Greatest Salesman, not for sales, but someone told me it was very mystical. And you had to do these affirmations at least five times a day, every day. And if you missed even one day, and it was like a whole paragraph, saying it out loud five times, five times a day. If you missed even one day out of the year, you had to start again. So I did it straight through for 365 days, all of these. And so I started writing, asking him, even though he was American, lived in America, he's not in the body now. I Oh, he's in another one, but that's another story. Um so I started writing affirmation songs to do with the titles of his chapters and I ended up meeting him and working with him and he loved all my songs and this is one of the songs and one that I really loved one of my first affirmation songs actually I greet this day with love in my heart because when you can do that it's not about woo woo are you being you know it's 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 making you stronger if you can greet the day with love in your heart so that's this song and I love this one now let's start by greeting this day with love in our hearts accent so much stronger back then <laughs> still in Australia is that too loud nope you're good main affirmation songs some of them have got like normal chorus verse chorus but with something like that you want to have really get that into you 
And then it's got like a little chant through it. Today I begin a new life. Today my yeah. life has a new beginning. You know, it's a, it's a really very, very simple little affirmation song. And some of my other songs like Persistence and Synergy and Success are much more big productions. But it's the, the uh, my favourite ones actually are the really simple affirmation songs because they really work. Well, you know, and the interesting thing about that is if, if you were to take that song put it into your CD player and play it on your way to work every day. I guarantee you your day is going to be better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Something very exciting that we've been working on for quite a few months that we're going to be launching soon is an app with the affirmation songs. So you can get notifications. You can get the ringtone. You know, so you get a notification every 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour to just listen to a little bit of the song. So you 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 don't have to rem- remind yourself to remember and you get fed all this amazing music. So we'll let you know when that's available, but that'll be available soon. Oh, that would be awesome. So you're you're just you're just keeping up with the times and keeping it. Well, you know, you've got you've got some people around you that uh, it's really cool that they are there to help you. And to accomplish what you're doing, and and John and Trevor um, are. Did tell us, by the way, how you met Trevor? <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah, we've got Holly now and Joey working on the app. They're, they're students. I I chose a student, Holly, who'd never done an app in her life, but she's very very intelligent, and it was something that I just was guided. And she has learned so much. She got the best technical people on board. Trevor and John have been doing all the beautiful designs with me for it. It's just so positive and beautiful. Trevor, I was writing a book. One of my books is called um, Be a Magnet to Hollywood Success. And I was working with someone who trained actors to how to go to auditions, uh, Rock Riddle. And so I met him and we started doing some seminars together. I would teach them about the positivity part of it, how to be successful in acting or whatever their career you can teach anyone anything to be successful in through the way I teach it with the visualization. So I ended up writing this book and Rock Riddle wrote a few uh, of the chapters to teach them how to find an agent, what to do, how to audition. And then I started, I added half of the book. I added um, interviews with Dennis Weaver, I did the last interview anyone ever did with Dennis Weaver. He's the most beautiful man. And oh, I, yes. I did all these beautiful directors and actors and, and people I didn't like. I didn't keep their chapter in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would ring, I got the book and I'm not in it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, because if they weren't positive and it was all about ego and they were just, some of them were just like, I don't know, but, you know, The acting industry is a little weird, but mainly they were really wonderful people. And so I was going to Blockbuster Video in San Diego and he was working there and he would help me. I said, look, I've got to get this because I'm interviewing this person, so I've got to watch their movies and you haven't got it in. So he'd always help get it in or find it for me. And so while I'm writing this book, so I'd be prepared for every interview. As you know, you've got to be prepared. And um, and I just realized one day, oh, my God, he is so good at what he does with the customers. It was really busy back in those days in Blockbuster. 
Yeah. And, you know, and one day he was the only one on and it was a pretty big blockbuster that he was there. And he was so calm and patient with every single person. So now when I got up to the front, I'd already written down, I'd love you to work for me here on my website to check it out. Blockbuster's going to be dead soon. And I think that you will be a great asset. And uh, he rang me up that night. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, I mean, my goodness, he's turning 40 next week. And he was 23 at the time. <laughs> so he's been with you for 17 years. Yeah. And John, my business partner for 23 years. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and, it's, and everything it's, else we outsource. You don't need to have a huge staff and stuff like that anymore. But before I met them, I was doing all of it on my own. I didn't have anyone to help me. And I love the fact that I did that. Anyone who's running their own business, it's really good to learn how to do everything because then you know who to hire and who not to hire. <laughs> yep. You know, I got to tell you, can I tell you a quick story? Yes, please. I love stories. Um, this, this past um, um, July, my, my mother's 90 and she played bridge on Thursday night. She went up to dinner on Friday night and my sister called me at 10 o'clock or eight 30 in the morning. Uh, no, it was 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday and said, mom's dead. And then because she was 90 and, and she passed in her sleep and it was a, 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 from my perspective, it was a glorious way to go. She'd had a great life. She had everything she wanted in life. And so it was her time. And so she got to go. So my sister had a secured, cause you know, you got to make arrangements and, and you so you've got to, uh, contact the funeral home and you've got to go have a meeting with them and you got to figure out, you know, how that's all going to go and stuff. And my sister was working with somebody she really liked. And, and so this gal said, well, you know, we will have this meeting tomorrow, but I won't be able to be there. So I've got this other person who's going to take care of you. And she's really nice. She'll take care of you. And so I get onto the zoom call. It was a zoom call because it's COVID and get on to the zoom call a little early. And um, her name is Holly. And uh, I start talking to her and she says, uh, so what do you do? And I said, well, I do a lot of podcasts and I'm working on developing. And she, oh, really? I love podcasts. So we get to talking before my sister gets on there. And um, then my sister gets on, we do the business. And I say, oh, here's my here's my website. Give me a call if you, if you, just, if you like it and stuff like that. And, and she called me the next day and said, I love what you do. And she's now my executive producer. My mother. Oh, I love that. God bless your mom, too. Exactly. My mom sent you. She was a funeral director. It's a similar Trevor story. (laughs) Exactly. And she is she is absolutely dedicated to to my success and protecting me and doing all the things that I don't do very well myself. So she's she's so those things happen. And it's like Trevor Barry, right? Yeah. How did yeah. <laughs> How'd you know that? I saw it in the beginning of the show. Oh, that's right. That's right. And she is, she's just a lovely lady and she's, but she's also tough as nails. Kind of reminds me of you in a way. You are wonderful, but you're also tough as nails. Oh, you mean I'm a strong woman? <laughs> yes. That's what that, well, yes. Well, you're, yes. <laughs> I, I think I'll leave that there. Yes, uh, I think so. 
but you, but you, but you, you are, you are, you're incredible. By the way, we've been talking with Michelle Blood. Go to her website, which again, Michelle is. Well, to get the $300 for only $10, you go to mydivinesuccess.com forward slash think energy or to get in contact with me or find out anything else, you go to Michelle Blood, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-L-O-O-D.com. And Michelle, I'm I'm trying to do this episode so it fits within KKNW's uh, time allotment. So I, you've got about a minute and a half. Tell me anything that you would like our audience to know. Well, I'd like you to know that it doesn't matter who you think you are or what you think you can or you cannot do. Some people just do not understand that we are born with this power, this divine power within us. And once you start getting rid of the sludge from your beautiful diamond, you are going to emerge as someone you don't even recognize. You won't be thinking about yourself so much. You'll be thinking about what can be done, not what can't be done. And so remember, even if you think something's impossible, have a look at it. Have a look at it and say to yourself, well, I know other people have done this, so I know it is possible. So whenever you think something's impossible or just can't do it, get rid of the word try, get rid of the word can't or can't, <laughs> get rid of the, anything that says no. The, the minute you start complaining, that means you're in fear. So the minute you start complaining, face the fear. Say to yourself, what am I afraid of losing that I've already got? What am I afraid of not getting that I want? Face the fear. Once you understand what you're fearful of, it'll dissolve and you'll have a beautiful life. So, and God bless you greatly. You're all wonderful. That's Michelle Blood. Go to Michelle Blood. I'm sorry. I should have written that down. Your website again, one more time. Michelleblood.com. Ah, that's what I thought. Michelleblood.com. Michelle, you are a joy, and I thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much, Kevin. I love you. Have a great day, everybody. And remember, just be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time on Think Energy. Okay, and now I'll edit that and we'll be good. I so said that's that was live, huh? That's pretty cool. Yep, that's a, that is on. As a matter of fact, I need to hold on. Let me let me do this real quick so I end that one appropriately. And, uh, and then so stay right where you is. I mean, Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.